Welcome to Audiobook Test Drive. In today's episode, we are featuring an excerpt from Love in Cardwell, written by Mark F. Gaches. A Humorous Struggle Between Love and Lust Just when Jason is settling into a new self-imposed lifestyle that does not include romantic love or even the prospect of dating, a chance encounter on Main Street makes him question his solitude and willpower. Karen is a firebrand who has her sights on Jason for sexual conquest, while her best friend Lucy, a girl-next-door sweetie, is interested in him for a meaningful relationship. At first Karen wins out and a relationship is born, but her mysterious silence about anything personal makes Jason worry she only cares about sex. Even while their tumultuous relationship develops, Deep down, Jason realizes that Lucy has always been the girl for him. In the end, and after a great deal of uncertainty, a series of unusual circumstances takes the decision completely out of Jason's hands. And now for your listening pleasure, an excerpt from Love in Cardwell. Chapter 1 He always seems so miserable. I know, right? Even so close to Christmas, it's like he's waiting to bite everybody's head off. I've never seen anything like it. But I love it. I wonder what flipped his switch this time. This is the first time I've seen him throw three people out at once. Even if they're trying to get away with something, I say Jason should just give them a free meal and forget it. The group of three women looked at each other and laughed after the front door slammed shut on the offending party. The trio of women had been regular customers in the restaurant since the new owner took over six months previously, and they had already seen a variation of this incident take place several times. I'll tell you one thing. Susan, an attractive 50-year-old hairdresser, continued, He'll have a hard time running me out of here. I know, right? He's the best-looking guy in town, Karen said, adjusting her blouse to reveal a little more of her merchandise. Karen! Lucy, the youngest of the group, scoffed softly but smiled as she did so. He's the only single guy in town, and you're already taken. Show any more of that? She said pointing at Karen's chest, and he'll never look in my direction. That's the idea, little goody-two-shoes. I have news for you. This one's mine, Karen said, wagging a finger. So don't even think about him. Don't sell yourself short, Susan said, coming to Lucy's defense. You've got plenty there if you'd care to reveal it every once in a while. That's true. Karen agreed, but then added, But men's sweatshirts don't do much to entice the opposite sex, and neither does a ball cap. What, were you raised by a pack of men? Not hardly, Lucy said, and looked down at her plate. It's better than the Christmas sweater she wore last week, Susan added. That one looked like it needed a shave and a haircut, not to mention a bath. Lucy shot out her lower lip, but remained silent. Karen whispered, Look, 
He's coming over. They fell silent and watched his approach from a nearby table. He was wearing blue jeans and a light green short-sleeved collared shirt that had the name and logo of his restaurant over his heart. The owner said, I'm very sorry about that scene, ladies. How was your lunch? His tenor voice was barely above a whisper, and his expression was characteristically impassive. It's great, as usual, Jason, Susan answered, getting the first stab at him. Karen's gaze moved to Susan and her eyes drew nearly closed. She looked like a lion poised to attack an unsuspecting antelope. Turning toward Jason, Karen agreed. It really is excellent, Jason. In her low, sultry voice that immediately stole his attention. When their eyes met, she thought, He's not quite tall enough, but God, he's pretty. I'd like to get my hands on him, she smiled, adding, The potato soup was better than ever. Did you introduce a new spice? Jason answered matter-of-factly. No, not that I know of. I'll have to ask Eleanor, but thank you. He nodded and turned toward Lucy. And how about you, Lucy? Did you enjoy your lunch? Her smile beamed, showing off perfectly straight teeth. She noticed Karen scowling from across the table and smiled even bigger. Yes, very much. Thanks. The girls remained silent and wide-eyed as they watched Jason walk toward the next table to make his standard apology before retreating into the kitchen. When the door swung closed, Karen's gaze turned to Susan. She accused, Did you forget that you're married, Susan? Why don't you lay off and give us a chance? She's right for a change, Lucy said, and turned to face Karen just long enough to shoot her tongue out at her adversary. Looking at Susan again, Lucy continued, You're off the market, so why not sit back and watch the two of us spar for his attention? I realize Karen doesn't have much of a chance, especially since he already knows my name, but the least you can do is give her that chance, then laughed playfully. Hey, you should be off the market too, Karen. I seem to remember a guy named Danny you claim as your own. Nice. Real nice, Lucy, Karen began. We'll see who doesn't have a chance, and no way, I'm on the market. In fact, I am the market, so good luck, little Miss Goody Goody. All I can say is you two girls are lucky I'm married. But he's so gorgeous. Did you see those crystal eyes? I may try for a little piece of him anyway. What do you think of that? I think Frank would love to hear what you just said, Karen replied, without making eye contact. Don't you think so, Lucy? I think we're all being silly. Let's just finish up and enjoy the view, Lucy said, and subtly gestured toward Jason, who had re-entered the dining room. Everyone in the room quit speaking and eating. Many stopped breathing. It seemed that the diners were afraid they may be the next customers the gruff owner impolitely showed the door. Jason immediately noticed the silence and stopped to look around. 
He shrugged his shoulders and raised his hands questioningly before continuing on his errand. Then he rotated his right hand at the wrist, like a movie director, urging everyone to continue as normal. Did you see that? Susan asked, softly but excitedly. I think he smiled. No way, Karen responded. I think she's right, Lucy agreed. I thought I saw at least one tooth. All three friends and a young couple at a nearby table shared in the laugh. Karen, Lucy, and Susan paid their bills and left B&L Cardwell together, walking north on Main Street to their respective jobs. Lucy said, Isn't it nice how the city's decorating for Christmas the last few years? I know, right? Karen agreed. It's like we finally made it into the 21st century. It is quite beautiful, Susan added. The lampposts were decorated with lighted garlands and oversized holiday figures and wreaths, while the center square had a 16-foot-tall tree that looked professionally decorated, surrounded by fake snow they made and applied every morning if Mother Nature didn't cooperate. If that wasn't enough, most of the businesses had gone all out this year, brightening Main Street with all manner of adornments. Lucy let Karen's snide remark go unchallenged and offered, and this light snow is just perfect. It's like we're in a snow globe. What a charming scene. Approaching Cardwell Thrift Store, she added, Well, this is my stop. Susan said, Speaking of a charming scene, the window and display look fabulous, Lucy. You really think so? Lucy asked and smiled. You know it does, Karen chimed in. Everything you do is perfect. Well, thank you, Karen. I think. I finished it last evening. It really does look nice, Luce, Karen said seriously. They're lucky to have you working for them all these years. I don't know how you do it. What do you mean? Lucy asked, her voice taking on a defensive and higher-than-normal tone. I love my job. Well, maybe not love, but I like it a lot. And Sally and John have always been nothing but good to me. There's something to be said for that, Susan agreed. I guess so, Karen said blandly. Well, it may not be ideal, but this is Cardwell and work is hard to come by. Besides, I'm all I've got in the earning department and Cardwell Thrift Store pays the bills. Karen glanced at her watch and said, I have to pick it up, girls. See you later, Lucy. I'll see you two on Friday. Karen and Susan continued down Main Street to their destinations, Beauty Plus for Susan and the Dunklin County DMV for Karen. Karen said, Lucy lives in another world, don't you think? All roses and puppy dogs. Anyway, did you notice the arms on that guy? Jason looks like he used to play football or wrestle alligators or something. I'd like to be his little alligator. Only he wouldn't be able to hold my mouth closed. Whoa. Calm down, Karen. You're like an alpaca in heat. Aren't you still seeing Danny, like Lucy said? Susan chided with a smile. Danny who? Karen joked. You know that relationship's not going anywhere. He's more in love with his race car than me. 
That may be true, but shouldn't you break it off with him before you approach Jason? It seems like the right thing to do. Look who's talking. Miss, I may try for a little piece of him. For goodness sake, I was just joking. I love my Frankie. I was just throwing a little cold water on the two of you. My God, it's like you've never seen a man before. Jason's not just any man, in case you hadn't noticed. And anyway, you may have been joking, but Lucy wasn't. She wants him as bad as I do, and I plan on hopping on first. We're here. I'll see you later, Susan. Susan said, Till Friday, and waved goodbye. Karen took her place at the window and began the second half of another long day. She often wondered if the job made her obstinate, or if she came into it that way. Well, she wasn't the only one. All of her co-workers had the same grumpy exterior, even though most were nice people once you got to know them. Hey, maybe that's why I like Jason so much. He seems like a son of a bitch, too, she thought, with a playful smirk on her face before hollering, Next! We hope you enjoyed listening to this excerpt from Love in Cardwell. If you would like to hear the entire audiobook, it can be purchased at Amazon.com, Audible.com, and iTunes.com.